strawberry left and all the chocolate, and vanilla's gonna be gone. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? What if religion is like ice cream? If religion is like ice cream, you can choose anything you want, and it'll be fine because it all comes down to your preference. Okay? When it comes to ice cream, there's nothing wrong with choosing one flavor instead of the other unless it's plain with fish and coffee. But even that, I guess, would be okay. It's all about personal choice. No matter what you choose, ice cream is still ice cream. And if you like vanilla the best, I wouldn't yell at you to tell you you're wrong for liking vanilla, right? I would be crazy to impose my favorite flavor on you. That would just be wrong. You'll follow me so far? The same could be said of religions in Christianity, okay? Uh, those who claim they're the only way if religion is ice cream, then it doesn't really matter. But consider the alternative. What if religion isn't like ice cream? What if it's like medicine? Imagine that I went to the doctor and he found an infection in my leg. He prescribed penicillin to fight the infection. But I went, up, went home and instead of taking penicillin, I drank some NyQuil. I liked it better. Uh huh. That would be very, 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 very dumb. If not dead. You don't take medicine based on your personal preference. You take the medicine that fights the infection. The great thing about ice cream is you can choose whatever you want and it doesn't hurt anybody, but medicine does not work that way. It's about taking the medicine that will save your life, and it would not be narrow minded, nor would it be. It's not an issue of opinion, it's an issue of truth. And it's the same thing with world religions. There are not many different flavors of the same thing. They are vastly different. One of the three laws of logic is the law of contradiction. The law of contradiction states that two contradictory statements cannot both be true in the same sense and at the same time. For example, a woman cannot be both pregnant and not pregnant at the same time. I cannot be both at Krispy Kreme and at Dunkin' Donuts at the same time. I wish I could, but I cannot. Okay? You see what I'm saying? You with me so far? And according to the law of contradiction, a religious theology cannot be both true and not true at the same time. Christianity cannot be the only way to God and at the same time one of many paths to God. They both be true. Can I get an amen? All right. Either Christianity is the only way to God or it's not a way to God at all. It can't be one of any paths. Y'all good so far? Okay. All right. Amen. Christianity claims to be the only way and there is no other way. And somebody says Christianity is just one of many ways. Then y'all just don't talk. Now let's talk about other world religions. We're going to do just a little bit of Bible school this morning, and then we're going to praise the Lord and go home and have a wonderful lunch. Are y'all good? All right. According to the laws of logic, two religions that contradict one another cannot both be true. The core beliefs of different religions are just not compatible. Let me prove this to you. Take the different views of Jesus, because everybody has an opinion on Jesus. Islam says that he was a prophet, but not the Son of God. 
The Bible's witnesses say that he was an angel. Hindus say that he was a wise man. Atheists say he was a misguided man. Universalists say that he was a moral teacher, and Christians say that he was the Son of God, God in the flesh. So either Jesus was a prophet but not God, he was an angel, a wise man, a misguided man, a moral teacher, or he was God in the flesh. But he cannot be all of them at the same time. Here's my point. Both religions have a vastly different view of Jesus, and they simply can't all be true. And this is where people get uncomfortable, because the truth of the matter is that Jesus is a dividing line. Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? Because even back then, everybody had an opinion of Jesus. Some say that you are the prophet of life, and some say you are John the Baptist. All people had all kinds of different opinions, but then Jesus looked at them and said, but who do you say that I am? And God is asking every one of us that question, who do you say that Jesus is? All of these world religions have vastly different views of Jesus, and they can't all be true. You cannot hail Jesus as a wise man or a prophet or a teacher if you reject his wisdom and his prophecies and his teachings. I became good friends with a Muslim in college because she was my roommate. He was from Iran. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun because I, I would sleep on a bed, and he would sleep on the wood floor because he had never slept on a bed in when I moved out, I blessed him with my bed, and he went, okay. <laughs> and he would be on the floor praying to Mecca, and I'd be laying in the bed praying in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> there won't nobody unaffiliated in that apartment. <laughs> but Muslims say that Jesus was one of, the, one of their prophets. They call him prophets, but they deny Muslims say that Jesus was never crucified and that he never died. Listen to what Jesus prophesied in Mark 8, 31. If he's a prophet, you have to listen to his prophecy. Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed. But three days later, he would rise from the dead. How can everyone call him a prophet if they don't believe in his prophecy? Jehovah's Witnesses say that Jesus is an angel, but the Bible clearly tells us that he was not. He is the one and only Son of God. Hebrews 1, verse 5, For God never said to any angel what he said to Jesus. You are my son. Today I become your father. God also said, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And when he brought his supreme son to the world, God said, What all of God's angels worship him. Many religions, including Hinduism and Buddhism, recognize Jesus as a wise teacher, but they don't accept his number one teaching that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through me. There again, the problem is Jesus. He's either the Savior of the world or the greatest imposter in history. He's either God in the flesh or an absolute madman. There is no middle ground when it comes to Jesus. Jesus is the great dividing line. His birth split time itself between B.C. and A.D. And even if you go B.C.E. and C.E., guess what? Jesus is still the dividing line. Call it whatever you want, but his life separated time. His life separated true religion from false religion. And his redeeming sacrifice is 
do what you want, believe what you want. It doesn't matter to what religion is right now, is it? Because we live in a world that is marked by evil. There are people all around us. Human heart is capable of unthinkable acts of wickedness. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is a spiritual disease called sin that has infected the whole world. Every one of us. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. 2 Corinthians 5.21, For God made him, talking about Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. If you're dying of a disease, ice cream won't help you. Might make you feel better. But if you're dying, in the end, ice cream won't save you. Religions like medicine, and they're all different, but only one of them can be the cure for humanity. And I think we're all reasonably intelligent people. You all understand that? But how do we know that Christianity is the right medicine? Why do we choose to follow Jesus instead of Muhammad or Confucius or Buddha or Krishna or Tom Cruise? Let's look at the solutions and then we'll look at what makes Jesus different. The religion of Hinduism teaches the concept of reincarnation. If you live a bad life, you'll come back as a lower life form, like a rat or other animal or a politician. <laughs> if you're really bad. If you live a good life, you come back as a higher life form, okay? Like a prince or a ruler. You can earn your way to a better life next time. Interestingly, the religion of Buddhism denies that God even exists. When a Buddhist prays, there's nobody for them to pray to because they believe that the universe is God. There is no personal, tangible God. There is no God that you can pray to. They believe that everything is an illusion, that God is essentially everything. I'm God, you are God, the paper in this book is God. The ultimate goal of Buddhism is a life that through self-discipline and personal effort. Islam acknowledges the reality of sin and the justice of God, but the only hope of escaping God's justice is through religious works. The dilemma with Islam is that everyone's work will be judged by God, but there's no assurance that they will ever be accepted. So why is Christianity different? In every other religion, the person makes all the effort. The profound difference with Jesus is that God himself made all the effort for us. Every other religion is man's attempt to reach God. Christianity is about God reaching now for mankind. The whole world is infected with sin is, is far greater than the coronavirus. It's a real disease that affects people's eternal destinies. The world is affected with sin and the cure is salvation through Jesus Christ. Other religions will tell you that you can save yourself through hard work, but the virus of sin cannot be defeated by good deeds. There is only one answer, and that is the cleansing blood of Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1.7 says that in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Scripture tells us that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. World religions will spell D-O. Do this or do that, and you can save yourself. But Christianity is spelled D-O-N. 
God is real, and you can know Him this morning. You can know Him through faith in Jesus Christ. So right now, with your eyes closed, but with your hearts open, listen to me for just a moment. Eternal life, salvation, is not about what you've done. It's about what Jesus did for you. All you need is faith in Him. He'll save you, transform you, He'll restore you, and make you whole. Will you be perfect? Probably not. But you'll belong to Jesus, and you'll be on a lifelong journey of becoming more and more like Him. From this moment and the rest of your life, Jesus will transform you and set you free and change you and make you into the person God created you to be. There may be times when you fall, the times when you mess up, but Jesus promised never to leave you and never to forsake you. He'll be right there to pick you up and help you move forward. But somebody needs to start that journey of faith today. Don't go another moment under the weight and the burden of sin. Surrender your life to Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Everybody out loud. Jesus, I believe in you. I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Be the Lord of my life. In Jesus with your help, I'll follow you. I'll listen to you. I'll seek you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Whether this is the first moment you become a believer and you've been serving God all your life, will you just stand and thank God for His salvation on this Easter Sunday? Jesus, we praise you. We thank you for the